Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of March 13th, 2023, and I'm in the studio with my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Both Justin and Ken are from American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome back to the podcast, gentlemen. Hey there, Molly. How are you? If we can see each other, we're going to have to bring the vision cast to the uh, entire listening audience at some point here, I think. so. We'll have to get some models to fill in for us. Just have our <laughs> mouths move as we do voiceovers. But we should. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, with all the new AI, you never know what we'd be capable of. <laughs> yeah, we can do chat GPT and they can record the podcast for us. Right, right. Don't suggest it. I'm just kidding. All right. Let's get started on what our listeners really want to talk about today, which is the lumber market. We were just chatting a little bit before we headed in and it sounds like things are a little bit, I don't know, I don't want to say status quo because as soon as I say that, it'll, we'll be off the rails somewhere. But, you know, things are just sort of rolling along. But I want to hear from you guys how you think it's been for the last couple of weeks here. Been a good week on our trading floor. Activity in general is a touch quiet. We're still trading every day. You know, I'd say we're kind of at a medium level of activity. But every day that passes, we get closer to springtime and good weather. Really, the only reason for a, I don't even really want to call it a lull of activity, but just a touch of slowness, Mm -hmm. two-headed monster, mortgage rates, slash interest rates, and weather. And every day we get further, the weather is going to clear itself up. No secret, it's been bad all over the place. Obviously, I always talk about the West. California has been buried in snow and we got you know flash floods and rain and arctic oh, what's the word i'm looking for not arctic oh the, uh, the tsunami river yeah what do they call that no, like, oh, the rivers in the clouds those it's yeah there you go. yeah those yeah. yeah i probably should have studied harder in sixth grade science class but that's how you become a lumber broker i don't remember that term being a sixth grade science class term so i don't know about that yeah well he had a private education oh. so. Oh, yeah. Catholic yeah. for all the listeners. Catholic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so two-headed monster, interest rates, weather, and the weather will clear itself up as we get further into springtime. So that's great. As far as interest rates, mortgage rates, I'm optimistic about having a little bit better environment there. But even if there's no magic interest rate phenomenon that goes on overall in the U.S., we're still drastically underbuilt. And people from the 25 to 35 year old range are going to need homes. It's just plain and simple, right? Whether we absorb those rates in a smooth way or there's a little millennial crying along the way, it's going to happen one way or another. So all things considered, we're still in a good spot as an industry. Activity has been a little slower, not terrible, but a little slower. And I really just see that penting up demand further for the spring. So that's all really good news. As far as price trends, as we talked about before the podcast, yeah. Some products a little bit up, some products a little bit back. You know, it's really just what products are getting some action and where mills are running into their average costs. We've done quite a few trades this week that were allegedly below the average cost of the mills, And I'm hearing all over the board, mill sales managers, mill owners, really drawing a hard line in the sand on price. Um, I didn't really try to dig their heels in. Okay. On the flip side of that coin, customers really are mostly interested in buying wood when they can get it at a vicious discount, which really isn't, I think there's very little of that happening. Hence why the trade activity is a little slower. Just a disconnect between where buyers want to buy and where mills are willing to sell. So, and that's, you know, that's okay. A little bit of price discovery. So I'd say of the trades going through, 
I think all the buyers feel like it's Black Friday and they're getting great deals. You know, in the mills, you're happy to get some liquidity, but not looking to off everything they have at low levels because we really are at very low levels on most products. That being said, I've seen a lot of web stock get traded this week. I have seen a little bit of cord stock traded, but not much. I think maybe there's some wiggle room there in terms of price and availability. You know, just like if we were going to make a comparison in lumber to a car lot, you know, web stock's the junker car in the corner and cord stock is the $90,000 pickup truck. There's a little bit more wiggle room in those big ticket items typically just because, you know, they are more expensive. So overall, healthy market. I'm very optimistic about springtime. I think there's a lot of good trades for everybody involved. Customers can do well. Mills can do well. Suppliers can also do well if you're paying close attention to the market. Overall, I would give it a very healthy checkup. Okay. Yeah, I don't think, you know, most people are afraid of the price per se, but just really think it goes back to how people are perceiving the market and managing their inventories. You know, we've talked about a lot of headwinds and a lot of those headwinds still remain. If not, you know, maybe we've thrown, you know, the extra fuel on the fire. Obviously, we all know about the, you know, the SVB bank and, you know, there's some uncertainty in our economic system, right? And people will pay attention to that. And it's not, it's again, it's not, it's like, oh, we got another positive in the positive category. It's just kind of like another, like, ooh, that's not unknown. Category. Yeah. Right. Right. And it, so, again, cautious optimism at best right now is the overall, you know, sentiment of most people. And that's where they're trying to stay in that lane. But what does that mean? Well, again, it means just a stricter form of management of inventory. It's staying to a just in time model in terms of entering markets. And, uh, you know, Ken hit on some of the macro stuff, right? You know, Mm -hmm. in terms of overall housing need, and we know that, and we're not caught up from the, you know, pent up demand that we've had from a decade and a half of not keeping up with where we should be um, in terms of housing. So, you know, long term, yeah, you know, we're still in a good spot, but we're just, we're facing some trials and tribulations right now. And we were out of a lot of land for the last two years, because again, it wasn't more than just a year ago, we were over $1,000 on a lot of lumber items. So anything, you know, I guess with all things considered and said, I see the market right now really, again, price aside, there's not a lot of quote unquote downside risk. I see a lot more upside potential than I do any more down. Now, with that said, can we kind of flop around at these levels for, you know, an extended period of time more? Sure. Yeah, it's possible. But you're also, again, on a lot of pricing items, whether, you know, really doesn't matter what species it is right now. The mills are fighting price and versus cost and being able to run at a profitable level. So something's going to give at some point. Right. And whether that's additional curtailments, that's obviously, you know, a real possibility. But, you know, I, I would say from the two weeks, you know, if we look at the market in the south in particular, and now we'll get a little more specific in Yellow Pine, there has been some change. Two weeks, you know, over the past two weeks, we have feels like settled into a bottom. We've seen a change in in print in both customer customers taking part in the market. There's a little more activity. Very fragmented in, in terms of who's in buying. So we don't have a full segmental buy. And when I talk segments, I'm talking, you know, trust and component manufacturers, one segment, pro dealers and dealers, another segment, treaters, another segment, wholesalers, another segment, distribution, another segment. To really get a market role, and you've got to have five plus coming in 
kind of almost at the same time making larger scale purchases. We're not seeing that. We're seeing onesie twosies coming in, picking a spot, grabbing some stuff and then running over. So it's enough to clear up some buildups from some sawmills and give them a sense of security, at least for a short period of time, whether that's a two to three week order file, but it's not a wide scale event where everybody's getting that sort of relief at the mill level. And you're, you're throughout each zone and throughout the South, everybody's kind of facing their own challenges or facing their own battle or what they're running next. And they're trying to hit market and they're at print and some are at print and 10 and some you may find that'll take a discount because they've got to clear buildups and keep it moving. So, but overall a little bit better than where we were say three weeks ago. And we've seen that again, correlated into, uh, into random links print. So it's certainly not a runaway at this moment, but it's just enough to kind of keep keep pricing, you know, in a somewhat upward trend and kind of stop the bleeding for now. But I think pine is the one standout in the species group right now, for the most part. So, yeah, you guys are saying a lot of the things that I read, you know, leading up to us recording today. And I think the things that really stood out to me were, you know, people looking for discounts, as Ken, you mentioned, and then also the idea that, you know, Mills are interested in keeping the buildup from occurring on the ground, which I think could lead to more curtailments, which is usually one of my questions. I guess my question is, though, based on some things that I saw today, are you hearing anyone say, you know, sort of there seems to be a little bit of a split between what Mills are saying. Some are saying, you know, hey, we're going to hold fast and tight to whatever the pricing is. And some are saying like, oh, no, well, we've got order file out for a few more weeks. Like we're actually, you know. We don't have any buildup on the ground. What are you guys hearing from where you said? Well, I think you actually said it really well. That's really <laughs> the market as a whole. It's not, there's, it's not a, it, you know, everybody in the same lane. There's just yeah. a lot of, and I was kind of touching on that in the yeah. end there with my commentary, but you're, that's true. You know, you've got some mills that are like, okay, we're okay for now. That, that pressure is relieved, but that doesn't mean they're not going to stop making wood either. Right. right? And so Which is good. <laughs> Right. And, but now you've also filled a hole and filled a spot for a customer that's now off the market. Right. So who wins that battle? Are they going to move through it faster? Is the mill going to catch up and make more wood before th- there's a, a, an additional need? And that balance has really been, you know, relatively even here for a while. So, you know, it's hard to say, you know, again, unless we have some sort of, I feel like some sort of outside, you know, volatile movement, whether again, maybe it's a mill closure or something like that would maybe spark and force some people in to buy some wood. We certainly feel the overall industry is net short, I think, from wood that needs to be purchased over the next 60 to 90 days. Okay. But we've also seen a ton of delays in, in startups and projects and jobs. And it's like weather, you know, Ken touched on weather. That's obviously been a huge talking point where a lot of the stuff's just continued to get delayed and delayed. Well, it's delayed and delayed. They look at the market and it's like, well, I don't really need to do anything today. Right. You know, no one's forcing my hand, you know, okay, well, if I had to, and the market was really screaming, I guess I'd be buying it and then figuring it out, whether, you know, I talk to my guy and maybe he holds it for a while. And then worst case, we send it to a different spot if the site can't take it or whatever. But like, yeah, we don't have to deal with that right now because there's really no fear of not being able to get it. And they're not afraid of the price. Right. Okay. So it's. So it's like, well, whatever, we'll see what tomorrow brings, you know, and just kind of kick the can down the road. So yeah, um, no sense of urgency in the market. And again, every mill is dealing with their own kind of thing. Some are like, hey, I've got some more files, some don't. Okay. But, so pretty uh, split. Okay. 
So you mentioned curtailments and then I mentioned curtailments. Have you guys been hearing anything additional about some coming? I That would feel wild to me, especially heading into the spring build, but maybe not. <laughs> I haven't heard any of the Western mills mentioning it. And you're totally right, Molly. Honestly, this should be your podcast. I think this time of the year, it makes way more sense for Neil's podcast. Well, no, I know, but we should be asking you the questions. I think it makes a lot more sense for Mills just to keep producing and say, no, we won't take that offer and just kind of stockpile a little bit. But to Justin's point, there's not a huge stockpile anywhere I'm seeing yet. It just makes more sense to not turn the machine off right Right. at this time of the year. Right. Yeah. I saw the one in Pine, and I think that's a bit of a, you know, I don't want to dig too deep into that or speculate on why that was, but it almost just feels like it was a shifting of production more so than anything, whether that's a labor issue or whatnot. But so I don't expect to see that where I would, if I did, we did see anything, it would be out of Canada. I certainly don't see it along the West coast of the I-5 corridor. There's just nothing to, yeah. I just, I don't see that as, as, an, as a viable um, place where that would happen. But I do think at some point we will see it out of Western Canada. I think it's almost inevitable. I think we'll continue to lose a, a, at least a, a, you know, a small percentage of production again out of Canada. Same flip side, we're going to continue to add production in the U.S. South. So that is a, that is without a doubt set in stone. Like it's just a matter of when, right? Okay. And I expect that we're going to see at least a couple more mills come online throughout this year in in the U.S. South, and maybe we're looking at a billion plus you know feet added production there, yeah. and then maybe looking at almost offsetting that out of Western Canada with a loss of production somewhere in that 500 million to to an up range in production. So where we lose it from the West in Canada, we're gaining in the South. That's always a plus. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, yeah, and that's kind of been written on the wall for quite some time. And that's where we continue yeah. to see the investment in the U.S. South and the growth of production there. So, yeah, we haven't looked at that list in a while. I was just actually making a note that I'll take a look at that and maybe we can chat about that the next time we are together. We, it, Our listeners probably don't know this, but sometimes we get together beforehand and think we might not have an, enough to talk about, but we always have plenty to talk about as we're uh, closing in on time here. So let's do that. Let's wrap up. But I want to just give you guys an opportunity to say what sort of your, you know, look ahead for the next couple of weeks before we're back together again. Yeah, I think I kind of kind of touched on it. I just feel like the... If you need some lumber, I think it's a great opportunity to buy it. Just from an overall pricing standpoint, again, I see a very, you know, I see less downside risk and more upside potential as we move forward into spring. You know, we'll see what the Fed does on the 22nd with their announcement in terms of the interest rate. There is speculation with this, what's going on in the bank sector that they may not raise rates. You've got, I think it was JP Morgan was kind of the most aggressive in, in saying maybe a half point raise. And then you had some of your other players out there, you know, saying, a, you know, a quarter percent. And then, you know, you've got some that think no change. Right. And I think with this banking thing, we actually may very well not see one this go round to try and boost some level of confidence throughout the economy. So yet to be seen, but we're only about a week away from that announcement. Yeah. That could make some people feel better. But anyways, yeah. I like the levels that we're at. I feel like they're safe numbers to be purchasing while we're at. You know, I'm a buyer right now. I think it's smart for component manufacturers and lumber consumers to also be friendly to in this market. Extremely little downside risk if we're talking about mills below their average cost. Can't get that much cheaper. And it surely, I do expect there to be some sort of upward market pop here in the springtime. Nothing crazy. Not like we've seen the last few years. 
But I do think we'll have a gentle upward market here between today's, what, March 15th, mm-hmm. the next 60 days. We're going to have you know some upward trends. So Warren Buffett's classic, buy chicken when it's on sale. Chicken's on sale right now, so go buy some. As long as it's not expired. All right. Well, I think with that, that will wrap up our episode for this week. Justin, Ken, thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I have enjoyed our time together, albeit brief. And I look forward to our next installment of Lumber Connection. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. See you soon. Thanks, you bet. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. 